Homestyle Green, episode 113. So you want to make a sustainable building. Well, how do you find products that are going to help you achieve that goal? And how do you decipher all the fluff and the marketing noise and the misinformation about what's really green and what's not? Tune in this week as I talk to Brent Tringer, who's the Director of Education at Green Wizard. G'day, Matthew Cutler-Welsh here, and this is another episode of Homestyle Green. This is the podcast all about how to create a sustainable home, or uh, in this case, sustainable building. Uh, We're all about inspiring people to build a better place to live. Now, this week I'm speaking with Brent Tringer, who, as I said in the intro, he's the Director of Education at Green Wizard. And when I first came across Green Wizard, uh, I think it was on Twitter, I wasn't exactly sure what they did, but I was uh, intrigued by their name. It sounded very uh, interesting and relevant, and it turns out that it is very relevant if you are in the process of specking out a home or just thinking about designing a home and you want to see what kind of products are out there. And one of the big challenges with that is that there's so much information and there's, let's face it, a lot of misinformation about what's green and what's not. Um, because there's a lot of marketing fluff and people make up all this stuff about how great their products are and sometimes they even come up with their own little icons and labels uh, to demonstrate some sort of environmental policy or sustainability that they might have. Um, What Green Wizard does is standardise that process by creating a structured database to store all the information. But I'll let Brent explain more about that in a moment. Firstly, I would like to do a shout-out to our sponsors, ProClimate. Now, ProClimate are a fantastic product, or, well, they're a company who have some fantastic products, and some of those products are very, very useful if you want to create an airtight building and an airtight envelope, but not just an airtight envelope, one that's also going to allow moisture to get through uh, to the level that you need to. So they have uh, one of their probably leading products is is Intello, which is kind of like, you can think of it as sort of Gore-Tex for your building. It lets through water vapor, which is important, so your house can still breathe and let out all that moisture that's created from the inside, but it keeps it waterproof from the outside. And this is, it's pretty technical stuff, but as our buildings get more and more complex, That's the sort of thing that you might want to be thinking about adding to your specification. Now, let's get on with today's show. Here is Brent Tringer, Director of Education at Green Wizard. Hey, well, thanks for joining us, Brent. I really appreciate that. Now, your current role is Director of Education at Green Wizard. Is that correct? That is correct. I was uh, head up the Director of Sustainability here at Green Wizard for quite some time and have now... Uh, on top of that role, kind of taking on the, the responsibilities of director education for the forward-facing side of uh, both the design, construction, and manufacturing um, elements of our of our market. I'm I'm just looking at your bio here. It seems that you haven't always been into sustainability. Um, a little bit of both, actually. So I um, I did my I'm an architecture. Um, 
professional by background. I went to uh, Penn State University here in the States, um, did my thesis on sustainability, actually architecture and sustainability in coastal environments. Um, right. I've always grown up around around the water and yeah. um, was very intrigued why by human nature we are um, – almost always challenging the elements and trying to build permanent structures in a very unpermanent condition, um, so basically right on the water, if not over top the water. Yeah. Um, so from there on, I had the pleasure of um, studying under James Wines, who was the founder of Site, um, who was kind of doing green architecture, if you want to call it that, long before it was it was known and, and kind of coined as green design. Um, all the way back in the, the 60s and 70s, um, he did the uh, a lot of work in that field, and that's kind of where um, everything started from there. So going into professional practice, and then um, from the very conception of Green Wizard coming on board and and uh, helping with this um, from kind of launch off the ground to to where we are today. So how did Green Wizard get started? What was the problem that you guys were trying to solve? Um, this, um, there was a, uh, we had a, obviously a client come in and, and, um, a, a good friend of mine come in and start to talk about why, you know, the, the challenge of doing a net positive, a net zero home, um, actually on a barrier Island, um, and going out there and trying to understand, you know, how do I find these materials? If I want to go and build a, a development of homes, what are the best materials? What are the best technologies to use? What are, you know, I need to understand how to go about this as an educated um, client, as an educated potential buyer. How does this practice happen? And um, as we've talked about a little bit previous is there's a big disconnect between professional practice and those that are actually um, involved in the um understanding the materials and understand what goes on to the building, um, that spun off an entire kind of business case or business model to be written on how design professionals and contractors go in and say, you know, how are materials researched and evaluated and vetted and the documentation that certain certifications such as USGBC for LEED and for others, so Living Building Challenge and things like that have evolved. Where is all this information coming from? How is it managed? How is it kept up to date? Um, it, it's a monumental undertaking, mm. and um, we basically have tried to standardize um, the way the information comes in um, to our database, collecting all the data points that are relevant to those products, um, getting the uh, supporting documentation that goes along with the products. And what's very unique about Green Wizard is those that information is not supplied by us as a company. It comes directly from the source, being the vendor, the manufacturer. So they manage, update, keep the information current in our system, in our database, for then designers, contractors, uh, building owners to utilize this information on the front end of our software. And so does it get verified by someone? Who does the checking? So it's a kind of a multi-step process. The, uh, the T's and C's of our site are very explicit in terms that the information is accurate and truthful as it's represented. Um, because it is data, um, individual data field, it's not marketing content. Uh, right. We you know, specifically collect VOC and off-gassing and regional content and um, certifications that they may carry. And with, if you've identified a, cert- identified a certification, we then request that you put in the supporting document to that certification. Right. Um, there's a... So that's the the kind of first step. Now, the second part of that is we do upload a large amount of this information in digital format, not just the interface. So we do have a kind of checks and balances to make sure that you couldn't say um, your product is 70% pre-consumer and 70% post-consumer. Obviously, it's not can't go over 100% based on some simple math. Right, right. Um, so there's a large number of that those types of back-end um, backstops. 
The content is also curated by a lot of our partners in the industry, um, mm-hmm. such as Cradle to Cradle and HPDC and um, a lot of the, you know, Declare and a lot of we've given access to those third party certifications, which we don't do, but we support their programs. They can go in and make sure that the manufacturers and the products that have represented their uh, system or their certification are accurate and up to date. Um, and the third component of that being is it is a organically uh, organic ecosystem in itself. And the users, if they do see a piece of information that's missing or that may be out of date or incorrect, um, can communicate directly to the manufacturer through the RFI mechanism in our system and make them aware of that. Um, and to oh, be right. very truthful and transparent uh, in doing this for now over six years, the amount of misinformation is is very small, and to, it's typically a human error saying, "Oh, we actually that was input to the system incorrect, or that has expired, but we do have new information for it." So we have a, right. a very low margin of error, um, and the number of projects that have come through our system to be that, that have passed along directly to USGBC. I'm not aware of any actual problems with the documentation, the information once it lands on uh, GBCI or USGBC. So it, it's because of those working at it from multiple sides, it's worked very, very well to this point and has scaled at a monumental rate. So I guess that's testament to how you set it up as a database um, to receive the the important data as opposed to the, the fluffy marketing material and anything that could be perceived whether it was um, intentional or not to be greenwash you just want the facts and it, you... you've you nailed it exactly we we've we're looking at this as raw data um, and the database format is the only way that we could do it that way um, it is specific content to each division by you know by product class so furniture versus plumbing fixtures versus lighting versus insulation have some different attributes and data fields that we've collected um, and we we don't want the marketing content this is not copy and content it's literally raw data which then allows us to do uh, on the front end of our system allows the user to be able to say I'm looking for a particular product with X Y and Z attributes or performance data um, or certifications or things like that, we can then go into our database and specifically filter and narrow that search to meet those needs. Um, it, it's not keywords. We're not basing it on content and text. It's really driven on the, the documents, the certifications, and the data points. Nice. And you mentioned also the ease then that that creates for a submission to USGBC if you're, you're going for an accreditation. Is that your primary um, offering or your, the advantage of using Green Wizard is that you just make it easy? Um, it was um, out of the gate a few years ago. That was something that was very well received in the market and a big driving force of adoption to Green Wizard, which is our, our App Lab partnership with USGBC. We do have direct integration to Lead Online. Um, but in the last year or two, that's really um, not the primary, and we are being looked at more as a building product management solution. Um, meaning it's a single source of information for uh, a project team or a firm to come in and source their information directly from a manufacturer. Um, as the industry has evolved, especially, you know, we've been dealing with something that was pretty kind of stagnant over the last hundred years. And recently, um, the, the level the building of information. Industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the, the bricks and sticks commodity products that we're all used to, 
um, have changed dramatically. You yeah. know, sourcing bricks and wood and lumber and roofing and insulation was it was pretty simple. It was just driven on cost. Um, in the last three to five years, this level of um, health impact, transparency of information and the chemicals, the composition and the content of materials has flipped the industry upside down and made things very, very complex for, for a time being of how do I go and find a material that has multiple attributes that I'm looking for? You know, it's got to be a performance base. It has to have a specific certification and it has to have some other criteria I'm looking for. And without a solution like Green Wizard, that became almost, it was beyond tedious. You know, we're spending hundreds of hours looking for products. And then you have to go and repeat that entire process six months later because the industry continues to push out new information. And that search and those materials you did uh, six months to a year ago may be outdated. They may be not the newest content. So uh, we've kind of uh, standardized the way that, and it really is very custom to what you're looking for. Um, one particular firm may be driven on lead. One may firm may be uh, looking for living building challenge. A lot of our customers are just looking for um, healthy products and, and the content and the material ingredients of those products. So we, yeah. it's very um, specific to the user, and we've made it very flexible to the workflow of the user because it is driven by raw information, and then we give it to you in a in a in a palette that can be absorbed as knowledge and then turned into an action item. So you've become like a specification a platform. We have um, interesting. You bring that up. We've brought it right up until the specification point, and then right. there was a gap um, in the process where we then kind of the specifications were written outside, and that kind of dealt with the spec writers. And then the contractor, once the project went vertical, would come back to Green Wizard and begin tracking all the materials that were being installed and that were called out in the spec and now being purchased in the project through our tracking tools in Green Wizard at the project level, and then either being certified or exported, etc. Um, in recent months, actually a few months back here, we went to market with a, a press release with our partnership with Arcom. Um, Arcom is the under is the kind of overriding body with Master Spec, and that yeah. deals directly with AIA. Um, so we've taken this resource of information and product data, and are now exporting this data over to Arcom One, which is their new pl uh, cloud platform, which integrates many of their existing tools to allow the specifier to be part of this discussion and part of this entire workflow. Um, so it's, it's sent out of our system. It's worked in their current system, which is Arcom One, or what they're used to um, using as a specifier. Um, and then information that can then flow back into Green Wizard when it goes back to that construction phase. So it's a very seamless end-to-end -end solution that instead of working in vertical silos where, yeah. you know, as your task hands off project to project, you're all collaborating. This is, we very much look at this as a collaboration tool at the project level, at the yeah. firm level, and at the industry level, connecting design and construction professionals with manufacturers that are on the same path. And that's awesome that you're not focusing on, on competition. You're not trying to be a master spec, but you're thinking, how can we dovetail with what they're doing and, and work on that integrated workflow. It's, it's almost like um, the the promise of, of BIM is starting to happen. I would agree. The um, you know there you have to you can very easily boil the ocean, and that doesn't usually come out with great success. So yeah. we we know where our our market is and our niche, um, and we want to provide tool existing tools are there's already fantastic tools in the marketplace we don't want to get into the specification writing arena yeah, um, yeah. there's very well adoption by a lot of those uh, suppliers out there so we want to be able to work with them 
export the information that we've already collected um, that no one else really has at the industry and let existing practitioners use that information within our application and within something that they're already utilizing at their firm. Who are your biggest customers or clients at the moment? Um, it's interesting. We're still uh, we're a little bit heavier on the design side at the moment. We work with many of the top design and construction firms. Um, on the design side, it's, it's Perkins and Will and Jacobs and HDR and HKS and Smith Group and Gensler and firms like that of that mm-hmm. level who are both North America and abroad or, U- yep. or international. Um, and very much the same kind of caliber and clientele on the construction side. The, the Turner Constructions, Clark, Balfour Beatty, um, DPR, um, Skanska, um, firms of that caliber on the construction side. And what's really uh, um, kind of the the, the holy grail of this application is when the design and the construction team work together from front to back and they have a, an end-to-end solution. We've seen absolute great success. Uh, we're trying to get a couple white papers together on some projects that have done that. And as you know, these projects can take very, very long time. You know, 18 months, 24 months is, a, is not a very long at all for some of the size of these projects. But seeing the information and the decisions and all that pass through over that time period is um, – is very powerful and very successful. So taking many, many, many hours out of the project, which, you know, really is kind of putting profit back into the design firms and construction firms because that's billable hours and sometimes non-billable hours to the firm. Yeah, yeah. So just looking at at the um, specific services that you've actually got, so if if you're a a designer, um, you've got your product uh, research capability, and you've also got an energy analysis tool. Is that right? We do. Um, there's three constituent groups that we really work with on the on the design side, and that would be the, the project architect or project manager, um, the interiors group, and the specifications group. Um, and, and as you mentioned, one of those, any one of those constituents can be part of the energy uh, modeling team. We've built a, our collaboration with Smith Group, JJR, um, allowed us to build an energy uh, energy reduction calculator, um, and it's not an energy modeling tool, but we allow users to import energy model data into our system. Um, right now, you can actually in, you can input a eQuest file, uh, which is a their parametrics file can be brought right into Green Wizard, and we give you an energy dashboard of the design case of that project. Uh, right. That's helpful with Architecture 2030, um, the Architecture 2030 challenge is also helpful for uh, transposing that information directly into the LEED EA credits. Um, obviously, a big chunk of LEED is based on that energy analysis, um, so we do help with that as well. So what would be the outcome of you importing your energy model into that tool? Uh, we can actually, the one of the longest forms in LEED is the energy, uh, the EA credit, the pre and credit too. Um, so we can actually take the data, show you a, a full summary breakout of how that building is, is performed, um, calculate your potential uh, EA credits achieved in LEED, and then populate all that form information into the USGBC template and send that in directly to USGBC for right. submission and review. Similarly to your product stuff, it's all about streamlining that process of submission to USGBC? Um, at the project level for some of those things, yes. Um, what's also what we're seeing um, with a lot of the design firms specifically, the larger firms, especially many of those customers are, um, regardless if they are going for any certification, there's become a firm-wide directive to build 
healthier buildings. And by healthier, uh, of course, they're very intent on the energy consumption. That energy and water is obviously going to be one of the biggest impacts of a project. Um, one of the other impacts is the, you know, the overall health. So, as I mentioned before, the occupants, you know, how they're interacting with the building, the off-gassing, the material, you know, component. And a lot of our firms are looking um, above and beyond lead version three, V4, anything like that, and just saying, we want to know, we want to make the best material selections for the project and for the client as their directive. Um, and they're utilizing our database to research and evaluate those materials, make those decisions, and then track those material selections on the back end. Um, we do allow them to export that data or archive that data in our system. So it's a great way for them to just really understand, are they, you know, are they selecting and getting the most, uh, the best products installed in the building? Um, being that the contractor is involved, it's very nice. They can actually understand that, you know, they may have specced five carpet options and five wall boards and five different options for paint. Having that contractor using the system on the back end allows them to understand what product was actually installed and purchased, ah. have some purchasing information, yeah. as well as turning into an operations and maintenance tool of having an archive of here's all the materials that were spec'd, here's what was installed, and here's all the documentation for those products. So, so three years that, down the line. Does that yeah, make it easier yeah. to attract or avoid a product substitution at, con at construction stage? I would say uh, it helps in both cases. I think there's always going to be, we've always seen construction, you know, change orders and things like that. And that could be for a market availability. It could be by price, could be for lots of factors. Yeah. Um, we have an ability to do a fine similar, which they can go in and say, well, you spec a particular Mohawk carpet, um, but we want to see if there's another option out there that may or may not be better. And they can find similar based on all the same attributes of that product. Right. Um, right. So someone's drivers very... like low VOC or something, they can say, well, if you don't have that, this is my criteria. As long as exactly. it, as long as it ticks that box, then I'm, I'm happy with yep. an alternative. Yep. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, you know, here's some additional, as you know, you know, it's very, very un common to write a basis of design, only one product can be used. You know, a yeah. primary spec has to be an open spec in many projects, or at least have some alternatives listed. Um, so a couple things happen. The contractor has the data points and the product information right at their fingertips. So they can go in there and say, well, here's my five options and the spec. Here's my five products in Green Wizard. And I can pick that product, whatever they make their selection on, knowing that it's the viable, the product's in the market and it meets the spec. And to your point, if there is a change order or something needs to be an alternative suggestion, we make it very easy for them to make that decision. The contractor could even go and say, I need to find another alternative. And what they would typically pull their hair out over, it becomes very, very simple utilizing yeah. our tool. Yeah, that sounds uh, very enabling rather than being what a lot of people might perceive a, a detailed spec to be constricting and and. Um, confining people to certain things. What your tool does is, is say, well, we've got options based on the performance criteria that we set in the first place. Correct. Absolutely. And it's very important to understand that, especially as these higher performance products and healthier products are being out there. Um, we're seeing a huge change in the firms that have to kind of overhaul their specs. What that does is it also challenges the specifications to team to say, you know, we're very comfortable always using product X, which has been in the market forever. Yeah. Well, they now have the ability to say, well, there's a lot using our tool. There's a lot more products out there that could meet this performance and sustainability spec. And that yeah, allows yeah. them to get a better handle very, very easily to understand what's in the market and vet the landscape of information. 
And going back to something, um, the previous question, you it, it sounds like people are starting to use things like Green Wizard because of the performance outcomes that they're interested in, not just to get a certificate from a certification body at the end of it, but they actually want to know, is this going to be healthy for me, regardless of a plaque I might get on the wall? Is this going to be good for people that are going to occupy this building at the end at, um, of construction? Yeah, absolutely. We're seeing a big change in the direction that that's going. Uh, we've actually, the tracking tools that we've built at the project level in Green Wizard have been, to your uh, original comment, was it was more geared towards lead. We had some right. um, MR and IAQ trackers. Yeah. Um, we then launched about a year ago a transparency tracker that was more health, carbon, things like that. Um, you know, EPDs and things like that. Now we have, we just recently launched another tool that's another lens, if you will, a filter of to look into the project and the materials that is completely customizable. Um, any project team, any person on that team, depending on their use case, uh, uh, an interiors might look at it different than a specifier, than a project manager, than a general contractor, can go in and set up a particular view of this custom tracker and just look at the data set that they're looking for, and that's really part of their role on the project, which really, really helps um, to your point of allowing a team to say, this is what's important to me, or this is what's important to my client, and this is what I need to track, and this is what I need to report. Um, so we, we really have um, opened up the, the, the ability to use Green Wizard to, on any project at any level. Is there anything in here for clients, end clients? Um, yeah, there actually is. We've seen um, great success. Um, a, a, a interesting is, um, and I, I probably we can say this publicly, is um, MGM, as you guys all probably know, the, the casino group, a real massive uh, group, they've built or are building a new project with Smith Group, and they are gone to market with a, they basically want to use H, every HPD or at least understand and look at every product that has an HPD document. Um, and they're using this to say, great, I mean, the client itself is very engaged in that product and understanding what's going into their building and what's going into their project. It's a, right. it's very exciting to see a client-driven directive on health um, that's not just the typically, you know, as we're familiar, it's, it's the design team saying, you know, you know, go get this plaque, go get this certification. Right. I think it's important. Yeah, yeah. The clients are now picking up that gauntlet and they're being able to see what information and how the project progresses. Um, you can invite in your clients um, into the into Green Wizard. You can give them permissions to as a view only, so they can't um, you know change any of the data or or change anything that may cause extra work. They give them a preference of view only, and uh, but they can really understand what the whole process looks like at the material level. So awesome. we, we are seeing something for clients. And previously, as we mentioned, that that closeout package, if you will. You know, giving them a, a, a digital version of all the building materials that are being used in their project is extremely helpful for maintenance and operation. Yeah. Um, you know, carpet needs to be replaced in five years you know, for, for some reason, or the paint's all, we're changing paint colors. What did we use? And the yeah. client can go back into Green Wizard and, and understand what was used in the project without digging through specs and going back to our architecture firm and having to unarchive drawings and things like that. And trying to do color matching and... Uh, yeah, analysis yeah. to figure and out what, being able what to communicate right to the manufacturer. Say, hey, you know, we need to order this product again, or yeah. or just communicate for more information. Sure. So flipping that around, from the if a client is uh, looking at a, a new building, they could be asking, hey, are you guys using Green Wizard? Um, because if you're not, we'd like you to. <laughs> 
So uh, yeah. see what's going on. <laughs> I, I would like to hear that more and more in the marketplace. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Uh, yeah, no, we have um, we've had a number of firms. Um, it, it does kind of organically. Um, spread. We have a lot of firms that are that are not customers of ours that have actually been invited into projects on with previous projects and says and recommended upstream saying, hey, you know, we had a good experience using this on a previous project. We think the team should use it. Yeah. Um, we have you know large organizations that have done the same thing. They're saying, you know, I think there's benefit to this for everybody to use this, and they recommend the designer, the contractor use it on the project. Um, yeah. It's a it really does open up a lot of information that was that's typically not part of the practice as we know it. Now, um, we don't have to go into, into details, but let's talk briefly about cost. What, what are the costs uh, involved with the, um, on the design side and if I want to use some of the tools in there? How does that all work? Sure. Yeah. Is it like so we a subscription have, um, model? Or? It's, it, it's, a, it's an individual seat subscription, um, and it's very, very simple. We have a, an individual user. Anyone can come in and set up a free public account, and they can search our database. And I encourage anyone looking for materials to go and do that. Um, There is a single-seat, single-project license, which is $119 a year. Um, So, you know, a a homeowner or someone with a small project could go in and set and have full access to our tool for $119 for the year. Um, The corporate licenses start at $500 or $499 for one-user unlimited projects. Um, and then it scales in tiers. I think the next, you know, right. from I think three licenses is uh, eight fifty-eight. Five licenses is just under two thousand. And interesting enough, this entire model scales out at, at sixty-three hundred dollars. Um, any large design firm or construction firm could give every user at their firm access to Green Wizard for sixty-three hundred dollars a year. And we have a large number of firms doing that. It's a uh, a very very low price point and a very very high ROI on yeah. a tool like this. So, but and, and bringing that down to the individual home owner or prospective homeowner, they can jump in there and start doing some research for free, and that's a an incredibly reasonable price if they actually then want to uh, turn it on for a a, a building project of a, a single home. It was a hundred? Would you say one hundred and ninety dollars? Yeah, one hundred nineteen. Yeah, one nineteen. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can't beat free. That's always a good price. For, well, that, and that, the, uh, that is—it's really nice to have that low barrier to entry because I think in the early stages, people that would be an incredibly valuable resource just to be able to browse through a database like that and and just realize it, firstly what are the options and and see how many there are out there and then then start to drill down on well, what are the things that I should be thinking about when I'm looking at carpets and paints and and you're absolutely correct we um you know and the search version the search page starts off um somewhat broad you can search by um, keyword master format number csi division which is how the specs are written you can search by a particular vendor manufacturer name um we do have um help you can search products that have hpds or epds or declare labels for living building challenge um cradle to cradle um, certifications and uh, living building challenge red list free chemicals uh, yeah, products nice. with LBC free. So start in there, or you can specifically, you know, we, again, we've tailored it to different needs. There are lead specific searches. There are um, other general criteria searches. And from that original search page, you can then filter your results further down by saying, okay, now here's all the manufacturers that met that criteria. Here's all the supporting certifications and documents that met that search. So it's a, a multi-stage filter to get 
a very, very broad scope of what's in the market or a very, very, very specific search for someone that knows exactly what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we can accommodate all of those. Awesome. Hey, well, I, uh, we need to wrap up, um, but I really appreciate your time this morning, Brett. Now, you've got, you did mention that, uh, some articles and white papers. You've also got a blog on the site, and I see that you've, um, you've done a few of those posts, including titles like Six uh, Myths for Sustainable Design. So sure. um, there's plenty for people to get stuck into and, and have a look around on your site, so I'd encourage people to do that. Um, greenwizard.com, is that the best place for people to go to find out more? It is, and there's also on top of from there, you'll be able to access our blog, which which has a lot of different uh, titles and articles. And on the right, you can go by you know some of those keywords. I would also go to um, the Green Wizard backslash education, or under the About Us section, there's an education tab. There's a, a number of videos and education tutorials and webinars. Um, and events that are located there that people can get a very good understanding of what we do, how we do it, and a very hands-on approach. So I hope that helps as well. Definitely, definitely. Well, thank you uh, very much for your time, Brent. Really appreciate it. And it sounds like um, things are moving forward and you're, you're, I wouldn't say staying with the pace, you, you're, you're leading the charge in, in terms of uh, the direction that this is all heading, which is uh, very exciting stuff. We're trying. I definitely appreciate that. We are uh, kind of at the, have been at the bleeding edge of this for, for quite some time and continue to push the envelope. Um, I think the industry has pointed all in the right direction, and we're uh, very excited to be part of that and helping um, facilitate collaboration and, and on both sides. So awesome. It's exciting. Thanks so much, Brent. We'll Thank keep in you. touch. Appreciate it so much. All right. Brent Tranger there, Director of Education at Green Wizard. Hope you enjoyed that and uh, got some useful things out of it. Like I said uh, at the, well, like Brent said at the end there, some really easy to jump in and have a look around and some very, very reasonable pricing there too. So I definitely encourage you to head along to greenwizard.com and have a look around. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show and found it useful, then I'd love it if you could pass it on. You can also subscribe so you never miss a show. You can do that in iTunes or Stitch Radio. Or you can, of course, go to homestylegreen.com. I'd love to get your comments there. You can email me directly, matthew at homestylegreen.com. Don't forget to like the Facebook page. You can also follow me on Twitter. And if you do enjoy the show, it would be great while you're in the iTunes store just to leave a little review or a rating or send us some feedback. It would be great to know what you're thinking about, what your concerns are with regards to building better homes. That's it for this week. Thank you very much. I'll speak to you again next week on Homestyle Green. Now go make a better place to live.